uh, want to introduce you uh, right now to our next guest. Uh, Mom is Megan, and Dominic is our stallery kid. Hi, Dominic. Can you say hi, buddy? Hi. Hi. Do you go by Dominic or do you go by Dom? Always Dominic? No, he's not. <laughs> he usually goes by Dommy. Dommy. Okay, Dommy. How old are you, Dominic? Three. You're three years old? Four, Four. years old. Okay, well, we can stay Everybody's three if we want three. to. I've been stuck at 50 for about three years now, so it's all good. <laughs> Megan, give us a little idea about uh, about Dominic's story, about your family's story uh, with the Stollery. Um, he was a preemie. Yes, Dominic was born at 33 weeks oh. plus one day. So he was really, well, he was supposed to be really little, but he came out actually fairly good-sized. He came out at the Grey Nuns, but when he came out, he was covered in spots, oh. having you a hard time breathing. Everything you knew. <laughs> having a hard time breathing, and his chest was oversized, and he just did not look very well. So the Grey Nun said he needs to go somewhere where they can treat him and take care of him. So right away, he was transported from the Grey Nuns to the U of A, to the Stollery. And my husband went with him. I stayed at the Grey Nuns. And he was here in isolation for the first night because they had no clue what was going on with him. How hard was that for you? You've just delivered your baby, and they've taken him to another hospital. That was agonizing. I spent the whole night up tossing and turning, and I actually self-discharged from the Grey Nuns the <laughs> next day. I, it wasn't even 24 hours after oh I had him. And I had no clothes, so I just got into a cab and I left. My husband was really mad when I showed up because he was not expecting me. Yeah, but the elevator makes to the elevator together. Oh, did you? Okay. And so um, he was in isolation because they didn't know what was the matter with him. They didn't know if it was something that was catchy or if it was a brand new disease. He had His type of presentation had never, ever been seen before in Edmonton. And as far as we knew in Canada... Um, they called the dermatologist who was actually away on a conference in California and she said, I've never seen this before. This is just, this is incredibly rare. We have no clue what's going on. And so how long until they found out what was going on? Well, firstly, they found out kind of what they thought was going on after they did a biopsy for, with his skin condition, probably after a week. And we started treating him with beta blockers yeah. that helped shrink some of his spots. He had a disease called diffuse neonatal hemangiomatosis. Oh my gosh, how do you even learn how to say that? It's a mouthful. <laughs> you kind of get used to it. <laughs> but, um, and it, all it just meant was that he had hundreds of thousands of birth marks all over his body, internally, externally, in his brain, in his liver, everywhere. Huh. And they were really quite dangerous. But Dominic also suffered, unfortunately, from another condition called arteriovenous malformation. And unfortunately, he had one in his brain, in his right temporal lobe, which ruptured and caused a hemorrhagic stroke. Oh my goodness. So that caused significant brain damage. And he also had an arteriovenous malformation in his liver, which was causing him to go into high output cardiac failure. So we were in a position where it was it was very dire for Dominic. There was yeah. there was times where we didn't think he would make it. And so all of this being diagnosed within weeks oh, of him being born. Within the brain and liver issues were within 48 hours. The skin condition was within a week, but then he was just so unhealthy. So with the liver issues, with the stroke, all of that, I mean the recovery from that. You know, give me a, what what did that look like? The liver one 
was really quite devastating. He actually had to have a never ever performed surgery here by one of the interventional radiologists who said, we don't know if it's going to work. It's never been done on a baby. We are flying in this special treatment so that Dominic can have this surgery. And they're like, we don't know. This and is it the worked? best chance. Thank God it worked. Yeah. It worked. It did. It, they pumped his liver full of glue. It's called Onyx. And okay. they, it's um, closed up the arteriovenous malformation. And that luckily saved his heart from getting more damage. Okay. So that was incredible. So Dominic's health right now, Dominic looks absolutely fantastic. He's doing well right now, but in 2021, he was diagnosed with epilepsy. Okay. And it was uncontrolled epilepsy Mm. with medication. So he did have to have a right temporal lobectomy, and they actually cut portions of his brain out so that he would basically just not die from epilepsy wow wow so for for you as as mom you know we're going to cut part of your child's brain out so you know like like, how how do you fathom like how does that how do you wrap your head how do you wrap your head around it you kind of don't really you just you accept that these people are the best the best in the world the best in canada they know what they're doing and you have to trust that they're going to do the best that they can and save your child's life and they did before i i had faith in this hospital i knew that they could do it again wow 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 so for those who are listening right now thinking okay you know what i'm uh i'm thinking about making a donation but i i probably won't ever have to use this what do you what do you tell them it can happen to anybody even if we're we've had moments where my son is healthy my daughter has an accident when yeah. we're back at the stallery yeah the stallery is here for children and the children need the funding they need the protection they need the programs to help them get through these tough times we can't explain to them all these horrible things that they're going to have to go to and go through but that music therapy that comes in that mm. helps them calm down or the child life specialist that can give toys and make those kids just have a little moment of brightness in a day that's what we're here for yeah we're here to help the kids absolutely absolutely and you can help the kids go online at stollerykids.com you can call to make a pledge right now at 780-407-KIDS you can text stollery to 45678 to make a donation ten dollars twenty dollars or twenty five dollars dominic who's that sitting over there bonuses but Nana's sister to free. Is that Nana? Yep. Is that your Nana? Yeah, nice. Nice to have Nana here with you, isn't it? Yeah, but it's free days. Free to do elevator. Go to the elevator. You want to go to the elevator? (laughs) Yeah. He's obsessed with anything mechanical. Loves cars. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm going to let you go over and you can play in the elevator a little bit, but make sure you bring your mom and uh, Nana with you. Okay, Dominic? You don't dance. Say thank you. Say thank you. Thank you. See you later. Yeah, but that's every free date. <laughs> <laughs> Megan, thank you so much for sharing uh, your story and Dominic's story. And I, I hope can, things continue to, to go well. Thank you so thank very you much. Thank you so much. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. 
Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.